Grace and mercy and peace are yours from God our Father and from our Lord and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Mary, Did You Know is a a popular song, Christmas song. Uh, Maybe you're familiar with that one. The lyrics for it were written in 1984. The first recording of it was by a singer named Michael English in 1991. Since then, it's been recorded by hundreds uh, of artists. And it's a, a catchy and, and moving tune. And I think there's a couple reasons that it's a, a, a notable song. Um, first, despite being a, a Christmas song, it talks a lot about the rest of Jesus' life. It talks about his miracles of walking on water, giving sight to the blind, calming the storm. And it, it also talks about his divine nature in what is really a a pretty striking way. Uh, Did you know that when you kissed your little baby, you kissed the face of God? It's a pretty neat thought, isn't it? Uh, The the song is is also notable for the way that it's framed. It's it's addressed to Mary kind of as if it were an interview. Uh, Mary, as you were going through the all, all these things, these things that we celebrate here at Christmas, what did you know? What didn't you know? What over the years would take you by surprise? The song has gotten some some pushback uh, lately, uh, oftentimes in sort of a humorous way. I think I've maybe seen more of that recently. Of course, Mary knew, people say. Haven't you ever read the Bible? Or or maybe a little bit more pointedly, uh, haven't you read the Song of Mary? This is what happens when you don't listen to women. Some of it is kind of funny, and it's true, but maybe not entirely fair. Mary didn't know all the details of what her son's life would be, and I imagine that at times it all seemed rather overwhelming for her. But on the other hand, she did, in fact, know. She knew who this son was, and she knew what this meant for her and for the world. And that's not to her credit, but it's what God did for her. God had prepared her for this, just as he prepared his people for this, by centuries of revealing his word through his prophets. And God does the same thing for us today. Like Mary and Elizabeth and and all the faithful in Israel, we are waiting for the coming of our Lord. But with his word, God prepares us to know and to rejoice in our coming Savior. The evangelist Luke uh, records some things about Jesus' birth that aren't recorded in in any other book of the Bible. Uh, Of course, we we trust that that Luke, like the other Bible writers, was writing by divine inspiration. And so his words are the Holy Spirit's words. But it was also Luke writing with uh, his own knowledge, his own experiences, his own style. And one thing that's that's interesting about Luke is that he was a a very thorough researcher, a, a true historian. Uh, We know that he spent a lot of time traveling with the Apostle Paul. And not only that, but it it also seems likely that he was able to to interview Mary, uh, talk to Mary herself about what had happened. Uh, So he was perhaps the most significant person to actually sit down with Mary and ask, Mary, what did you know? Uh, This 
personal connection with Mary appears to be indicated in a number of different places in, in Luke's gospel, and especially right at the beginning as, as he talks about Jesus' birth. In the, the first chapter of Luke, uh, he tells how the angel Gabriel appeared to Mary and, and told her what was going to happen. Uh, despite being a virgin, she would have a son by the power of the Holy Spirit. This son would be the son of the Most High God. He will sit on the throne of his father David. He will rule over an everlasting kingdom. And she is to give him the name Jesus. Uh, sometime shortly after that, Mary went on a, a trip to visit Elizabeth. Uh, they were related, though we're not told exactly how. Uh, even though Elizabeth was considered too old to have children, she was six months pregnant uh, at this time uh, with John the Baptist. And the angel Gabriel had told Mary this. Mary would end up staying with Elizabeth for uh, about three months, uh, meaning that she probably left uh, just before John was born. Um, sure, Elizabeth appreciated having some extra help uh, during those three months, but Mary probably also needed somewhere to go. She was in a difficult situation. And who might be more understanding than Elizabeth, whose husband, Zechariah, was still mute at this time uh, after having met that same angel, Gabriel, in the temple? Uh, the actual visit is really covered rather briefly in Luke uh, what Luke does emphasize, though, is the meeting of the two and how it was apparent that something special was happening here. Of course, motherhood is always a special thing. Uh, but this, this was more than just two new mothers who were spending time together. Uh, when Mary entered the home, she greeted Elizabeth, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. What, what does that mean? That uh, uh, isn't a phrase that's used very often. It appears in the, the Gospel of Luke, and it appears in the book of Acts, which was also written by Luke. Uh, a person who is filled with the Holy Spirit is someone who speaks God's word by the Holy Spirit. Sometimes that's in a prophetic way, as Zechariah would after uh, John was born and, and he was no longer mute. Um, sometimes it's in a miraculous way, like when the disciples spoke in tongues at Pentecost, they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Uh, sometimes it's in a bold way, such as Peter and the early uh, Christians in Acts 4 and uh, Paul in Acts 13. Uh, here, Elizabeth spoke by the Holy Spirit in a prophetic way. The Holy Spirit revealed to her what was going on. Mary wouldn't have looked pregnant yet. She hadn't had a chance to tell Elizabeth about what had happened about the angel or anything else. And yet Elizabeth exclaimed, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. But why am I so favored that the mother of my Lord should come to me? In fact, just now, as soon as the sound of your greeting reached my ears, the baby in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed is she who believed, because the promises spoken to her from the Lord will be fulfilled. And Mary responded with what we call the Magnificat, or Song of Mary. It doesn't actually specify whether she, she sang those words, it just says she said them. Uh, but their, their poetic nature makes them easily sung, and the, the church has sung them ever since. Mary said, My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit has rejoiced in God my Savior, because he has looked with favor on the humble state of his servant. Surely from now on all generations will call me blessed, because the Mighty One has done great things for me, and holy is his name. His mercy is for those who fear him from generation to generation. 
He has shown strength with his arm. He has scattered those who were proud in the thoughts of their hearts. He has brought down rulers from their thrones. He has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things, but the rich he has sent away empty. He has come to the aid of his servant Israel, remembering his mercy, as he spoke to our fathers, to Abraham and his offspring forever. This song of of Mary is is beautiful. Mary describes God's grace to her, and she describes God's grace to the whole world. Uh, Just like with Elizabeth, Mary was also speaking by the Holy Spirit. But while Elizabeth said things that that she could have only known if the Holy Spirit had revealed them to her right then, Mary said things that God had been revealing to her through his word for her whole life. Her song is is full of phrases and, and thoughts that come from all over the Old Testament. What did Mary know? She knew that the Lord is great and that God is her Savior. She knew that God brings down the proud and raises up the lowly. She knew that God keeps his promises from generation to generation. And she knew that because of his love and by keeping his promise through her, every generation would call her blessed. Gabriel didn't need to tell Mary all of that. The Holy Spirit didn't need to reveal it to her at this time for the first time either. Instead, God had been preparing her for this for her whole life. As she listened to God's word, as she heard his promises, as the Holy Spirit worked in her an eager, confident faith in her heart. And we we sometimes get hung up a little bit maybe on on the, the challenges that we imagine that Mary must have faced as the world's only virgin mother. But Mary wasn't feeling sorry for herself. She was prepared. She put her hope in God's promise. And now she was full of joy to know that God was fulfilling that promise through her. And so the the general answer to the question, Mary, did you know, is yes, she knew. For ourselves, though, this this question does uh, get answered differently. Did you know that Your decisions, your actions would lead you to where you are in life. Our lives are are full of an awful lot of uncertainty, a lot of unknowns. And our lives are full of regrets, too. There There are things that we've missed out on. There are mistakes that we've made. There are things that we've said and done that we can't take back. Did you know how much pain your words would cause? Did you know that when you made that decision, how it would alienate? your friends and family? Did you know what a mess you were going to make out of your life? Our sins ought to mean that we are completely unprepared for God. Look at this mess of a life. Look at all these sins I've committed. How can God ever accept me? How could God love such a miserable wretch? But with Mary... And with God's people through every generation, God has been preparing you as well. The Holy Spirit has been at work in your heart through his word. He's been filling you with contrition over your sins and turning you in humble repentance to God. And he's been giving you a faith to trust God's promise. You know that the son of Mary is your savior too. You know that when she kissed her little baby, she kissed the face of God. You know that the miracles that he performed and the words that he spoke were for your benefit as well. And the death that he suffered was for your sins. And the life that he lives, he lives 
is for you your life forever. You too can sing the song of Mary. Not just to remember Mary who sang it first, but to apply those words of the Holy Spirit to yourself. Let your soul proclaim the greatness of the Lord, and your spirit rejoice in God your Savior. Every generation will call you blessed, together with all the people who are redeemed by Jesus' blood and stand in his presence forever. God has prepared you by his word to receive your Savior and to rejoice in your salvation. Christmas is almost here, and the day of judgment is coming. Do you know what it all means for you? Do you know if you're ready? Thanks be to God. You know. Amen. Please stand. The peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Amen.